previously on D&D&D. You are heading into the the Knight's Pass itself, the pass between the mountains, uh, and you have to go through there to get to Middleton. Middleton is the, like, halfway point. It ain't called Quarterton. <laughs> Dude, don't go to Quarterton. Marjorie, you turn into a crow and you fly uh, towards Quarterton, what you, what you are calling Quarterton. <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> There are a couple of bodies on the ground and one watchman who is fighting some creatures that look kind of like humanoid dogs or or like wild uh, dog kind what? of they're bi- they're bipedal but they have um big ears and snouts. Okay, here's what I kind of want to do. Yeah, what's up? I hate having these patches on me. That just is the potential for a dog. Like, I don't like it. I don't like it being on me. Could maybe uh, Zabbis give the cloak to uh, Bergerin, who has it in her little claws, flies up, and then uses her beak to rip off the patch and drop it, and then flies back and puts the uh, cloak nicely on Zabbis' shoulders again. Hey, Zabbis, you want to hang out? Since you've already contributed to the fight with your patch, you want to just hang back with Popo and... uh, Make sure he's okay while we go take care of this. Wait, you're serious? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, I would love that. Is that okay with the pig haters in attendance? Is that okay with you two? I mean, it's... I'm not a pig hater. I'm a pig realist. So the order is going to be Fletch, Margarine, Flack, Zabbis, uh, the guards, and then the gnolls. Fletch, uh, you are able to move through the, through the forest with great ease. Mm. Uh, you come upon the guard tower from the north, flinging, uh, not flinging, you're not George of the Jungle, but running from tree to tree. <laughs> that sounds like George yeah. of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Fletch, Fletch, Fletch up the jungle. Watch out for the Watch out, neighbors. Heidi <laughs> <laughs> ho, neighbors. Or you come upon the north side of the guard tower. So you are uh, above the fray a bit, um, and the tower is to your left. You're still some distance away from it. You can't quite get all the way there on this turn. What do you, what do you want to do? Uh, I want to get as close as I can to the... People in the towers that are firing off arrows, where are they located? They're up in the tower. You're at the base of it. Mm. Uh, unless, I mean, if you wanted to, like, try to, like, if you actually wanted to try to jump from tree to tree, I suppose we could try to figure that out. Um, where you could, like, try to jump from a tree to the tower or something like that. Yes. If you wanted to be in, like, the nest of the tower. I want to go talk. I want to get intel. So uh, All right. I'd like to go uh, talk to tower man or woman. <laughs> Tower roll uh, acrobatics. Acrobatics. See if you can get up there. Oh, nice roll. 23. Yeah, for sure. Um, you do. You're able to scurry up a tree with great ease. Uh, it's your, in your natural habitat, mm-hmm. leaping from limb to limb until you come to a particularly uh, large oak tree that is just to the side of the guard tower. 
you carefully walk across a limb that is that stretches towards the uh, basket of the tower, the nest of the tower, and then you jump into it, where you are greeted by a spooked guardsman who whirls around and fires off an arrow. Oh. Uh, but you are able to uh, dodge out of the way. Friend, friend, friend. I'm a friend of friend. <laughs> no harm, no harm. Oh God, I thought you were one of them. I know. I'm. I am a very nimble as well. Uh, I apologize for the. I was trying to get up here as quick as possible because I wanted to get the uh, situation. What's going on? Uh, and how can we help? Well, I have a couple friends down there that uh, we we've come to your aid. Oh, we we were just attacked by these gnolls. We're trying to fight them off. They already got a couple of us. Then there were randomly dogs. Was now, that you? Yes, that was my friend who was a bird that, that dropped magic dogs that... <laughs> uh, yes, that was us. Oh, Killing it. Oh, you're adventurers. Why do you sound disappointed? <laughs> yes, we're helping you this out. Is, no, this is great. Uh, it, it, there's only a couple left. If we can take them out, then, uh, then we should be safe. They'll have to regroup before they attack again. Okay, great. Let's do that. We're, uh, we're, we're point, point me in the direction of one of them so I can take them on out. They point down towards the remaining gnolls, but um, we're going to call that your turn. Yeah. Margarine. I'm still a bird. The fire. How bad is the fire? The fire has caught, but it is not a particularly worrisome fire. Again, because their planks not thatch, it's not like engulfed in flames or anything, but there's definitely some some scorching and um one of the planks seems to w- seems to have caught so like fletch in the, the tower mm-hmm. underneath this roof you can feel some heat but it's not so uncomfortable that you're like we need to get out of this tower okay well still i would like to fly on top of on top of the roof transform back into margarine and use my water backpack <laughs> my yeah. bucket of water <laughs> That infinitely fills with water and sometimes makes my butt wet by accident when I lay down funny. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And just start putting out this fire to prevent it from becoming worse. Great. Um, Inspiration for that. Oh. Nice. Yes. That is a a cool, nice, caring move (laughs) that I like. Uh, Spaghetti Clown, Flagetti, what are you doing? Okay. I don't have a lot of stuff. I was just looking through it. You ran down the pass, so you uh, turn the corner of the narrow point in the pass where you see uh, the couple remaining gnolls that are fighting the single guardsman amongst the bodies of the fallen. What do you do? Am I? Do they not see me? No, they don't see you. They are preoccupied. Can I stab one in the back with my fork? <laughs> sure. Uh, yes, advantage. 23. That will Ooh. hit, certainly. And then damage. Uh, you're gonna uh, roll the d8, not the t- not the six. Why? Can you tell me the difference? Uh, one is thrown versus. I see. Yeah, stab four. You stab one in the back. Stabbed in the back with a fork, only doing four damage. That's this game's broken. We need a patch. We need to patch this shit. Well, you don't have sneak attack. You're not a. You're not a rogue. You do. You stab one in the back, but you catch um, a big patch of uh, of toughened hide uh, that the knoll has wrapped around itself. Uh, this was one of the archers. It turns in your direction. You, you've caught its attention now, so now it is looking right at you, and it snarls. Uh, you notice... Surprise! <laughs> you notice that this particular one has uh, one good eye. The other is uh, has a scar over it, and is... As a bonus action, can I spit in its eye? Oh! It's one good eye. It's 
spaghetti, dude. Oh. <laughs> so what, man? I'm a fucking cloud. I gotta do what I gotta do. All right? I'm in a battle against some dog people. They're gonna fucking tear my throat out, maybe come after my pig next. I'm gonna spit in this guy's eye. <laughs> just vicious. Sure. Ro- that, just roll a, a 20, and we'll see. We'll call it a, ra- a ranged attack. <laughs> just bottle that monologue. That's spaghetti. Uh, 14. 14 will miss. Got some spittle in there. Yeah? Yeah, 14 will miss. Oh, it'll miss. It'll, I thought you said nope, hit. Nope, it, it will miss. <laughs> 14 will miss. It's able to step back a little bit and, Damn and it. keep the keep the spit out of its eye. Uh, <laughs> Zabbis, you're up on yeah. the hill. Uh-huh. Do you want to do anything? Or are you you still I are, wanna... you, are you paralyzed by your fear of dogs? Can I pet Popo? <laughs> yes. Popo is very comforting. Right um, feel very good when you're in the presence of Popo. <laughs> he's so charming. Pop- yeah. He's so charming. <laughs> Popo senses your distress, and um, there's the, it kind of radiates a, a, a bit of a warmth. You're un- unsure if this is magical or if this is just a very large, warm-blooded body. Yeah. <laughs> Can I pet butter <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> same deal butter also senses your distress and um okay. nays and then nuzzles you with his large horse face it's like a two-year-old like can i, can pet I pet? Etsy- <laughs> <laughs> now that's too much for a turn <laughs> <laughs> no you can pet at the end at the end uh of course because of your psychic connection understands yeah. that you are distressed and bobs along and does a little twirl to try to make you feel better. Oh. All right. I think that's all I can handle this turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guards in the tower are going to shoot down at the gnolls. One of them, inspired by the appearance of Fletch and uh, his adventuring companions, pulls two arrows uh, and notches them and lets them fly. Whoa. Uh, and makes contact with one of the Knoll archers and does a significant amount of damage, knocking it back, uh, hitting it with both arrows. Flack, this is the one that, not the one that you spit at, but one of the other archers that was next to it. So now there is a prone uh, Knoll near you. Got teabag. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong Such with spaghetti clown? <laughs> Spaghetti's just Stay like a fucking dirt gamer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> GG's nerd. (laughs) (laughs) The other guard in the tower, however, misses uh, her shot. The fighter is going to take a swing at the gnolls, but has their blow uh, parried by uh, one of the fighting gnolls that uh, redirects the swing of the sword with its spiked club, uh, sending it harmlessly to the side. The gnolls now are going to return their blows. First, uh, their last remaining standing archer uh, misses, sends arrows up. Mrs. Flack, you're going to get a swing at you with a spiked club, uh, Flagetti, but uh, you're able to turn it aside with your fork, uh, using it as a large, um, you know, you can keep keep uh, keep the knoll at a distance uh, with your fork like a lion tamer in a chair. Uh, and then... Uh, the last one is going to fight with the guardsman, um, making contact with his spike club and um, knocking the legs out from under the guardsman, sending them to the ground. It's back up to you, Fletcher, up in the guard tower. Mm-hmm. 
you've got clear shots at the at the uh, the knolls below you. Yeah, I want to just tell the guy who shot the two arrows, hey, uh, that's pretty cool. Thanks, adventurer. I, I felt like we've got a chance now that you guys are here. Yeah, I feel that too. And then I ask the DM, hey, can I also notch two electrical arrows? <laughs> it's like using well, up my it- one my two actions into one action. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. You can. Oh, totally. Wanna, you can do that. Yeah, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I all right. Try that. Roll, roll two attacks two at attacks. the same time before uh, we do your, before we resolve the damage. Okay. So I'm going to do two of these. So 26 and <laughs> 13. Well, let's average those and say they both hit. Thank you. <laughs> rolling damage 11 and 13. Okay, so you, uh, in response, Notch, the the guardsmen have, like, very normal wooden longbows, and then you pull out... Oh, cool, dude! (laughs) (laughs) You you pull out the Stormtail bow, this beautifully crafted elven (laughs) instrument with a a strand of electricity as string and bolts of lightning as arrows. (laughs) You pull back two of those, there's a clap of thunder... Uh, as you let them fly the direction of uh, one of the knolls, which erupts in a shatter of sparks, flack from the ground, you see this archer jolt with electricity. Uh, your nostrils are filled with the smell of burnt hair. Uh, and then uh, the knoll... Someone overcooked that one. <laughs> <laughs> the knoll falls to the ground um, <laughs> dead. I want to just... Wink at the other archer up there. <laughs> so I look at him and just go, yeah. <laughs> the, the other archer's like holding his bow. Like, uh. <laughs> this guy's gonna come with us on our journey. <laughs> He's gonna be so charmed by Fletch. And the two of them become best friends. And Spaghetti Clown's over here like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, he's got his pig. He's fine. <gasps> this is your pig, Mike. Yeah, I've got my own, I've got my own pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Marjorie's on the you're, roof yeah, you're on the roof is it easy to get down off the roof or does she have to use her her silken what's it called a silken thread my rope of binding you could try to like parkour off the off the roof if you want what are you trying to do get down I need to get down it's not super high it's probably 15 feet I'm gonna use my rope okay Marjorie <laughs> <laughs> uses her rope of binding, which is a piece of silk rope that changes sizes depending on my needs, uh, and and repels down the side of this. Fletch, you and the guards in the tower just see the ro- a rope fall down in front of your field of vision, a, th- a small, thin, silken rope, and then Marjorie's pudgy little legs <laughs> swing <Sooner>! down. <laughs> the car- just cargo shorts <laughs> just swing into your field of vision, and then... Oh. Hup, hup, and then they swing back and swing down. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was one of ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the ground, do I spot anyone I can me- melee engage with? Yeah, you've got uh, the knoll uh, and the guardsmen are uh, fighting each other hand to hand. or Well, spiked club to sword. They are closest to you at the base of the tower. Uh, you Let's could, do it. Yeah. Get into one of, or get into that knoll there. Assuming you're not sword going to, to club to knife. Oh, what did I roll? It's eighteen. Okay, yeah, twenty six. Yes, that will certainly hit. Surprise, doggy. Thirteen sneak attack. I'm gonna do poison with my knife. So nine regular 
Ooh, an eight poison. That was a good hit. You stab your knife at Galadoy into the back of this knoll who was distracted having um, been engaged with the guardsmen. When you remove your knife from this wound, there is a uh, puff of kind of purpley green um, smoke. This is something that you've ne- you haven't really seen before with your knives. You're, you're on radiant so much um, and mm-hmm. haven't used the poison on a creature necessarily that can be poisoned. But this knoll certainly can. When there's this noxious smell from this wound that starts to ooze and bubble, Ooh. Ooh. Um, like a kind of like hydrogen peroxide, uh, and the knoll yelps uh, a a very canine yelp, uh, and then turns around, like reaching for uh, its back, can't quite grab the wound, um, and then it, it starts to whimper and it falls over, dead. Oh, uh, a mix of emotions. <laughs> yeah. I just yell from the dark, good one, Marjorie. Uh, well met. There's <laughs> a forced smile back up at the tower. <laughs> just little Marjorie, this dead body. This like big, like six foot dead body just like falling next to you. <laughs> Zabus. Yeah. Still chilling? Yeah, I'm going to, I guess I'll send Etienne over there. And what do I want Etienne to do? Let's have Etienne cast some missiles. <laughs> <laughs> Just magic missile? Yeah. Just a floating octopus. <laughs> do I have, if, if I'm having Etienne cast sorcerer spells, do I have to roll wild magic? Yes. <sighs> no, we're good. All right. Yeah, you rolled a 93, definitely outside of the 30 uh, or less that you would have had to have rolled. And then I just want to launch uh, a missile at one of, like, because I have three, so I'll just do, like, one at each or, like, you know, one per whatever's there. Okay. Uh, so that's a D4 plus one per bolt. Uh, so you get you get four of them. There's two nulls left, so you can go two at Okay, so three, okay, four. All right, so seven against one, five and two. All right, so seven on each one. Yeah, uh, you stagger the two remaining knolls with the force of your magic missiles. One fires out of individual tentacles from Entien um, as <laughs> he floats above the fray. The guards now are going to take this opportunity to shoot at the remaining ones. Uh, one of the archers uh, critically fails. So, so awed by your display of mastery, Fletch, uh, that he can't even notch his bow. Uh-oh. He's just so flabbergasted by like that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I, I like, I why 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 would I even dishonor a bow in the <laughs> presence of such prowess? Can I help um, help him notch it? <laughs> <laughs> You're over there like 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 buddy, a buddy. like a ghost with the with the uh, yeah. with the pottery behind him trying <laughs> yeah. to uh, uh the other one uh the she's able to get her shot off um but she she misses the fighter is going to come over to you Marjorie, and say thank you for for coming to our, our our aid uh did did the city send you where where did you come from Oh we're on our way to Middleton because oh. there's there's a cheese debacle, and uh, we thought that maybe what's happening 
Middleton's in trouble when we thought that it was spreading out to Quarterton. It seems like it might be. This is a, a, an unusual time of year for the gnolls to be so active like this. Let's get this last one, and then then we can regroup. The no, the gnolls now, uh, the two that are left, are going to... The one archer is going to abandon the idea of shooting up at the uh, guard tower completely um, and try to attack Flagetti. Uh, gets you... Ooh, what? Uh, with its <laughs> uh, spear. And then it's also going to bite you. What? Get bit, dude. With its uh, nasty little mouth. Uh, this is what you get because you tried to spit on it. Oh, fair. Uh, so you're going to take 14 damage. Uh, you get speared. Or what's strange is that when the spear is removed from your side, uh, you bleed sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Lord, why is that so much worse than any other thing that could have been happening? Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, there like pieces like- of onion in it? <laughs> yeah, the oregano and yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Make a constitution saving throw. What the fuck are you doing to me, buddy? Let's find out. Uh, <laughs> 13. Uh, it's a weird one. Yeah, it is a weird one. Nothing happens just yet. Man, did I get rabies? <laughs> <laughs> Fletch, back up to you in the tower. Uh, can I? Did I help that guy get his bow notched? Yeah, yeah. Now he's got an arrow ready right, to go. I was like, just His take a back. take a deep breath. I have a lot of experience. I'm I'm sure you do too. And it might be we might be intimidating and everything. And are we're really you know grateful that you are taking these creatures down. So let's just work together. Take deep breath. Let's go. And then I, uh, how many more are there? Just one more, two more, uh, two. two more. All right, I do the same thing. I double notch. Because now right. I'm, I'm, I was very inspired by this guy, and I don't want him to know that I learned this from him. <laughs> I just want to see what he's always been doing. Yeah, this. this has been normal for me. So we'll take uh, two shots, 19 and 31. Oh, you critted that second oh, one. Oh, shit, yeah, I did, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. You didn't even look. Oh, it just did. Seven and three plus. Why did it? Rolled two dice for me. That's your oh, that's your crit. crit. Oh wow, fifteen on the yeah. crit, and then a uh, thirteen on the other one. You obliterate, just absolutely. It's just it's just a shatter of lightning, and you just cook this one from the inside like one of those ele- electro hot dog experiments. Oh. Uh, how like a hot <laughs> dog experience? <laughs> experiment? Ew. Yeah, because oh. a hot dog. Oh, oh. Kind of. uh, hot dog. Hot, hot dog. Hot dog, hot dog. The guardsman is just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and Fletch is also like, what the fuck? This is super cool. We should have been doing this all along. <laughs> Can you imagine how hot this would be? Like that guardsman is fighting for his life, and then a handsome, uh, uh, a handsome elf comes in through the window and scares you. But then he's just like, don't worry, man, we got you. And he just <laughs> massacres and prote- he like helps you string your bow. Yeah. He attacked, but he also protects. Kind of That'd be so hot. <laughs> yeah, it would be pretty cool. <laughs> it, is, it would be weird. Like, the, like the, the glow from the fading fire up above, uh-huh. like <laughs> reflecting on his copper skin. <laughs> and you don't know if the flush that you feel is from the heat or your own body. <laughs> this scene is pretty beautiful. He attacks me and I just like sidestep the arrow and I'm just like, hey man, 
It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you. We're here to help. Bartrand. There's one left by you. What do you do? I attack. All right. Oh, does 12 hit? 12 does not. Uh, beans. Well, Marjorie doesn't have her footing after being a, a, a bird for a minute here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're a little, yeah, a little bit uh, caught off guard having to be bound to the earth. Do I have a special move when that happens, when I miss? Hold on a second. You could action surge. You've got your other hand. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna swing with my other hand. Okay. The 16 hit? 16 will hit. Yes. Oh, great. So no sneak attack on this, but I can still yeah. damage it with my poison knife. Six damage, three poison. This one that you get is looking pretty pretty rough. Um, its uh, limbs are all very long and gangly. Uh, so when you swipe with your knife, you're, you catch it in like the upper thigh and you drop it to a knee and it starts to kind of snarl and breathe heavy. Uh, there's some drool kind of coming off of its snout as it does. Fleck. Yeah. You see this happen a little a few feet from you? Yeah. What do you do? He's looking pretty damaged. Looking very damaged. I forget. Is this the last one or is there another one? This is the last one. Last one? Uh, yeah, I will use... Oh, what? I forgot. What, like, magical properties does the sauce have? Like, if I fling sauce <laughs> at it, do, do, I forgot what was established with that. Because I know noodles heal if you eat them. Did we establish a sauce? I know that it can be different sauces, does right? Does Spaghetti have marinara blood magic? <laughs> <laughs> what sauce would have what kind of effect are you trying yeah, I to... I was just about to wonder. What if pesto, okay, because it's green, yeah. made someone sick? Even though I wouldn't use that right now, but just like made someone feel super ill. Well, this is flung it in their face. This is going to be like, like color based. Like red is good. Red heals. Blue is magic. Green is sick. Wait, wait. Like red is, heals. Marinara. Yeah, I thought the noodle itself. Healed. Well, the noodles do for sure. But if we're if we're trying to if we're trying to have like a sauce based system of but magic marinara for you, burn them maybe because it's red. I see. Hmm. Oh, it's like acidic too. Oh, yeah, because of tomatoes. Yeah, right, 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 right. I would burn. be more inclined to say that pesto you could use as like an oil slick. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, and then perhaps uh, like um, like an Alfredo would be something like too like too thick to move through or something. A binding spell. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Are we cool with marinara being a acidic? Sure. Type burn. Sure. All right. Maybe Alfredo well, then, can put them to sleep, too. It also makes uh, Spaghetti Clown more monstrous that you have sauce, acid, blood, like a xenomorph. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, <laughs> t- try to fucking kill me on your spaceship. You can't! <laughs> uh, well, then I'm going to fling my acid sauce into this thing's face. Okay. Come on, baby. What was that? Ah, uh, It's like right uh, on the fucking cusp. That's a six. Six. That's not gonna do it. Oh, um. Oh shit! I can't even do bardic inspiration anymore. Uh, bonus action. I can. Um. Wait, what's two weapon fighting? Oh, that's actions in combat. All right, never mind. Do gnolls talk? What? Do gnolls talk? Gnolls have a language. Um, for sure. But do they talk? Do they speak common? Don't know right now. I tried to burn his face off. I'm sorry, I failed. Zavis. 
I can still like use Etienne even though he's like over there. Yeah. I was just gonna cast fireball with Etienne, <laughs> but no, Whoa. I can't. Yeah, save that. His tiny, his tiny arms. Oh. I know it'd be so cute. He can be dead center of it too, because he can't die. Let's do Scorching Ray. I'll cast that. I'm gonna cast that at fourth level. Let's like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta roll for. Oh yeah, first wild magic. Shit. Oh boy. Oh, <gasps> Etienne's about to wild out. Oh. Does Zabbis uh, know? Zabbis, you just feel something as you're channeling yeah, your like magic that. through Etienne. Damn it. I love it when this happens. I know. My son. Especially because he's never cast Bob All right, magic. roll that again. Etienne. 51. Actual 51 was specific to the spell Levitate, so I'm going to choose 50, which also comes from Jordan Sanabria. Thank you, Jordan. Uh, everyone within a 20-foot radius is suddenly wearing a Carmen Miranda-style fruit hat. A fruit yeah. <laughs> Even oh Etienne? God. Little Etienne. <laughs> or is it too big? Is it the same size and it just It's too out. big and it like weighs <laughs> yeah. him down. Oh, oh like a like a old balloon. <laughs> yeah. oh. Wait, but they're all fruits, right? Yeah. Oh man. Oh no. I need veggies for my sauces. <laughs> No. This will taste weird. <laughs> so, I, I I take a grape from my hat and I I uh, scoop some of my marinara blood with it and eat it. What's it taste like? Marjorie just watches with disgust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, not terrible, but not good. You know, it, it tastes okay. it tastes like a grape covered in <laughs> sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Why is that his first reaction to getting fruit on his head? Does it taste well, good yours? with my blood? What's yours? Why is there fruit on my that's head? That's less interesting. It's, yeah, that's it's less more interesting. Practical. I just accepted it, you know? I just accepted it and moved on. Well, why are you so happy? last longer. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Marjorie puts, puts her stuff back, like, fixes her clothes because she doesn't have... She can't control the situation. What is the archer up in the... <laughs> the tower what, what is his, his reaction to the fruit hat uh i don't know if he, are we too far away if you guys might be outside oh, of okay. 20 feet yeah yeah you guys yeah. might have been spared okay. fruit hats i'm sad i don't get a fruit hat. yeah zavis also doesn't get a fruit hat but it, etienne margarine flack and uh, uh the guard <laughs> and the remaining knoll are all uh oh that's so cute what about the dead bodies yeah, oh yeah, the bodies, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How also, wait, I still get to cast. You still get to cast, uh, yeah. So you still get to roll oh, that, yeah. uh, roll your range attack. That's that plus eight. See if you can get it. Uh, you rolled a 23, a 23 will hit. Okay. And now, uh, here we go. From the ground, rolling around, weighed down by the fruit. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Shoots a blade uh, of yeah. fire. Yeah, right. It, it like it like roasts the a pineapple on its way like through the hat. <laughs> the like if you drop rate. a bottle rocket, <laughs> blasts into the uh, into the knoll who had been already on one knee, uh, already humiliated by having this fruit hat appear upon uh, his noggin, uh, and then this scorching ray slams into his chest, um, singeing the buckskin that he was wearing and his fur uh, and. With one more whimper, another body falls uh, towards you, Marjorie. Um, you are now just surrounded by null corpses. 
And just like the memory of um, feeling my my death and Better <laughs> Butter's death and like the dog cries. It's not the it's not the best <laughs> mind space to be in. But fruit hat. Fruit hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey everybody, Gressel here with a few quick announcements, then we're going to get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 124 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&D on Twitter or D&D&D on Instagram. Or email us at D&D&D at gmail.com. Thanks to everybody who listened to our very first Comfort Foods episode that came out on Monday that is available now in the same feed that you're listening to this episode. Had a really fun conversation with actor, stand-up comedian, and friend of the show Nick Scartarossi about ramen and detective pikachu his comfort foods uh and we made a donation to nick's chosen charity the asian youth center uh which is a great uh worthy cause here in la uh, who works with uh asian youth here in the city and they have a food program that we made a donation to and that nick was kind enough to match so thank you to nick and uh check out the link in the description of this episode for more information on everything that the uh, asian youth center is doing uh, as well as links to Nick's stand-up special, Thin Walls, available on YouTube for free, and the TED Talk that Nick will be doing uh, this Saturday, also available for free to stream online. There's links in the episode description. Go check that out. While you're checking things out, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash dndndpod. We've got some cool rewards available there, uh, some merch stuff and recipe cards and things like that. So go ahead and poke around patreon.com slash dndndpods to see if anything catches your eye. The season three logo print is finished. It's so beautiful. I can't wait to share it with everybody and for it to be available on Beth's shop, bethbrad.shop, currently under construction. When that opens back up, the season three poster print will be available. It's so great. I, I, I can't wait to, to switch all of our season three episodes over to, to displaying that logo. Uh, and for you guys to see it in its full glory. A bunch of Beth's other artwork will also be available at bethbrad.shop, so uh, get some Beth art for your home. Uh, It's great. Been a while since I plucked the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash pod, where you can discuss the show with other listeners. Uh, There used to be some episode discussions and stuff that's kind of waned, so if you want to get some discussion going with other listeners of the show, get over there to the subreddit and get that going. Uh, we're going to be getting into some really meaty story here, I hope, soon. So if you feel the need to theorize or discuss the craziness that has happened, that's a good place to do it. I think that's it for me. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. And the gnolls are defeated and the guards are thrilled. Uh, the one, the guardsman who was nearest you, Marjorie, and the one who is on the ground fighting, uh, checks on some of his fallen companions. Quick, do, do any of you have any any magical healing abilities? They're still they're they're still breathing. Uh, Margaret looks slowly at Plagetti's fork. Yeah, I got noodles. Put them in their mouths. It's not that sounds weird. I know, but he's right. I'm right. There's not like a a spell or a. No, it's noodles here. Just put them in their mouth and I give them some noodles. I start climbing down the ladder, climbing down the watchtower to meet up with the group. As you come down the ladder, you see the uh, guard uh, who was on the ground take 
uh, hesitantly take some of the noodles and uh, gently put it in his companion's mouth and like, you know, force a chew. Well, here, no, here, how about this? All right, what about this? What if I channel some divinity and do a twilight sanctuary? As an action, I present my holy symbol. Is that my fork? That's your fork. <laughs> I present my fork, and a sphere of twilight emanates from me. The sphere centered on me has a 30-foot radius and is filled with dim light. The sphere moves with me and lasts for one minute, and whenever a creature, including me, ends its turn in the sphere, I can grant that creature 1d6 plus 7 temporary hit points. I mean, they're temporary, but, you know, maybe they'll let you chew your own noodles, at least. That is actually a really good ability. Wow. And um, <laughs> since it is already this kind of twilight uh, evening time with the way that yeah. the sun works, what happens when you cast this, uh, this sphere? There is a faint glow from your fork. And this type of twilight is more of a in-between space. We're, we're getting into the origin of sorts of spaghetti clown of this, uh, this space between this world and the next that Flack was caught in uh, when he was resurrected. And this... Oh, man. I'm sorry, just sitting here because I just started to try so hard to not sing that like, the space because <laughs> that's all I could think of, and I was like, "No, don't do it." And then that made me laugh harder. Yes, I'm sorry. No, Dave's always welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, we just hear in the distance that. My God, it's Dave! It's Dave coming over the hill. Hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> Dumps his tour bus full of <laughs> diarrhea out to everybody. Dave That's a know. real thing. Dave didn't know. <laughs> Dave didn't know. <laughs> it was the driver. Dave innocent. What happens within this sphere, all of those inside of it are healed. So that's Margarine, the the guard, the Myself. yourself, Fletch. How much are we healed for? 1d6 plus 7. So go ahead and roll so that. Roll a d6. Roll a d6 and add. But that's temporary hit points. So how does that work? Uh, it'll stabilize these folks for the for the purposes of the story. It will work. I mean, custom roll or uh, d6. I rolled a six plus seven is thirteen. You guys can go ahead, players, and take that as yeah. temporary hit points. Um, wait, wait, oh. me also? No, not Zabis. You're still far away. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Those of you in it feel a very strange calmness. Martrin and Fletch, this is, at first you feel something that's similar to what you felt inside of the Red Spirit, mm. of this like existential dread and this emptiness. Um, but then something else happens. That, that's just the initial kind of punch as you're mm. hit with like the first wave of the sphere as it emanates from Flagetti. Um, but after that, there's a, a rushing sense of calm, like a serene stillness inside of this mm. sphere. The, the noises of the forest fade away. There's no sound, but it's not a disturbing silence. It's almost a comforting lack of distraction. And you feel a real sense of peace that contrasts so greatly with the fear that you felt in the Red Spirit. And that lasts for about a minute. And then the light from the fork dims. 
and the sphere retracts into itself, and the wounded guards are able to stand, you guys are, you know, feel a little bit stronger. Wow. I, I needed that. Thanks, Fulgetti. Thanks, Fulgetti. I bow. <laughs> now, we've got all this, these fruit hats around. We should probably gather up the fruit and feed it to the injured. They're playing too much Sea of Thieves, man. <laughs> but you were feeding people spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we have to make camp here tonight, huh? Probably the best. Aw, oh, fucking Quarterton. I swore I never would, but... <laughs> the guards are very grateful for your intervention. The, the fighter who was on the ground uh, introduces himself. My name is uh, uh, Lieutenant Arnie Underlake. We're part of the city guard. This is the furthest um, western outpost that's controlled by Knights Pass. You guys probably know that. Were you sent with a, another dispatch? Last, last we heard from the city, things were pretty crazy. It's been so strange. You know, the pass is pretty stable, pretty normal. People come through, you know, traders and travelers and things come through and they pass through this, you know, our little checkpoint here and, and go on to the city or go on to the pass west but lately it's been you know slowed to a trickle at least things coming from the west i guess it could be weather related though because the strangest thing happened the other night there was a freak storm out of nowhere you you know uh, we we were looking back at the city you know with the lights you know it's a nice view whatever you get bored out here and then like out of nowhere a storm just popped up it was this you know it's the craziest thing and it's like oh well maybe Maybe weather slowing people down, but then the Knolls attacked, and that's unseasonable too. DM clarification: Was the storm from the Middleton direction or Knights Pass? It was Knights Pass. It was the storm that I created. Yeah, that was the festival. Yep, it was the storm that Ledge created. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) What have I told you? That storm? No. Yeah, that was him. (laughs) That was this guy right here. He made that storm. He makes storms He's really good at lot. making storms. He's got an in with the storm giant. He's like friends with a god. I mean, his nickname is god. Stormy. The, the, the one guard from the tower is just like uh, in, awe, in absolute this is the awe. Coolest just Fletch like, has ever felt. <laughs> All of his friends are just picking <laughs> him up. <laughs> so I don't think it's the, the magic of the storm that's having this influence on travel. I don't really know what's going on then, you know. It's, Have you met anybody made of goop? Made of goop. Smelly. No. Goopy. Can't say that, that we've come across any any uh any goops, you know. We did have uh Greffrey, uh Marmondock rode down from, from his chateau recently and said that they were having some <laughs> well, trouble. Well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not even there, but like, oh, oh yeah. Hey Zavis, <laughs> you can come up here now. So- the dogs are all gone. Bring Popo, please. Talk about a guy named Greffrey. Greffrey. Greffrey Marmondock. Okay, just start walking over. <laughs> Zavis's ears are burning a fancy name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ooh. Motherfucker named Graffrey. Uh came down from, from his chateau recently and said that they were having some trouble with an ooze, but I couldn't spare any uh any guardsmen to, to go up and deal with, with you know private property like that. They don't fall under our jurisdiction. No, I don't I don't think we we've come across any goops. There were uh a, a hunting party came by not too long ago and took the 
lower pass, and they s- said that they were tracking owl bears. So I don't know if that would necessarily qualify as goopy either. Have you talked to anybody from Middleton? No, it's been quiet. You know, usually this time of year, somebody comes by with the cheese mm. for the festival, but that didn't happen. No, Wait, you don't want hold that on cheese, a second. So me. the person that was delivering the cheese normally didn't come through here. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a big cart. There's a whole procession. Usually the cheese is giant. You know, that's their whole thing. Yeah. The big cheeses. Okay. Middleton. So the cheese. I did think it was unusual that the cheese was in a small box. Yeah, the cheese was delivered, but it wasn't cheese. So, there's a problem here. So, was the cheese delivered, Fletch? No, no, no. no. But, it, but I'm saying it, 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 it was in quotation marks. That. that means that the real cheese might still be at Middleton, which is an added bonus. Do you of think us the cheese there. is still okay? I don't think so. I don't think Please. the cheese is okay. It's going to be Fletch. smoked cheese. It's going to be burnt cheese. It's going to be destroyed. Smoked which, cheese you is know good. What I mean. It's going to be smoked with yeah. like the. We can say, oh, no, no, no. put it out with some lemon <laughs> juice. Like, it's great. It pairs well uh, with a nice spaghetti. Because I'm listening. <laughs> God damn. Sorry. Listen to this adventurer. Oh, okay. Thanks, okay. Give a thumbs up. Oh, God. Yeah. We, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm worried that if we go to Middleton, it's going to be destroyed and the cheese will be not good because the smoke from. If it's destroyed, then we won't eat. That's all I ask, please. Yeah. Okay, I could pr- I could promise. Okay, that. good. All right. Well, so you folks are heading to Middleton. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna save it. It's a great venue. Uh, Marjorie's gonna go collect that that magical staff. Oh yeah. That fell. Okay. Oh, yeah. You do that. Uh, it is a. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, hey, <laughs> hey Papo. Oh, he's a good pop. Are you okay? And I, I pet him and. You you feel okay, Papo? Here, Papo, have some fruit. And I feed him some fruit from the <laughs> my hat. Just take off your hat, put it in front of Papo. Yeah, uh, Papo eagerly uh, starts to eat the fruit. Oh, he's a good pig. Uh, Marjorie, the staff uh, is a gnarled wooden staff with a quartz of some kind in the in the head um, that is not glowing anymore, but was glowing when the shaman was using it. And uh, it had that enchantment, but you don't know immediately what it does. You know that it is a magic, spe- magic staff of some kind. I'm just, I'm going to bring it back to. Well, hey, so did the magic staff that you just brought back, it doesn't work right now? I, I don't know. Try it out. Let's find out. And I, I slam it down on the ground. Uh, nothing happens. And I, I focus all of my energy. On a fruit, on a grape, a fallen grape that Papo has a, has not eaten. I point at the I point the staff to the grape. Roll I touch I touch the grape <laughs> with the tip of the quartz. I rolled a one. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a surge of magical energy as the as the <laughs> quartz starts to glow a bright white light. Um, you poke the grape with it, and at that moment when you make contact with the grape skin, there's you, you focus all of your energies into making something happen with this magic item the same way that you have with things like the dragon heart locket or your, your bird cloak. I just imbue it with feeling. Yeah, just like, go, 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 something happened, and then there is a surge back, and it recoils back into you, 
um, you're you're poked with the butt of the staff, uh, and then you fall asleep. <laughs> Mar- Marjorie? I'm going to give a marinara mustache. Oh, all right, we're not doing pranks. She just got injured. And then they're going to... Pr- oh, man. It's too late. <laughs> In my head, the shot was the spaghetti clown, like, looking back over his shoulder, like... It's too late. <laughs> 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 Margarine in the background, like, yeah. <laughs> Stands up and reveals the marinara mustache. <laughs> it's like softly sizzling because it's acidic. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. She just knocked herself out with that magic. So maybe. Yeah, maybe we, maybe should, we should give, give that to Zach. <laughs> uh, and then I guess I go and grab it from Margarine's sleeping hands. Uh, sure. This is a, it's a magic stick. Well, she got to have fun with that. So that's, that's good. <laughs> Tuckered herself. <laughs> yeah. Papo eats the grape oh, no. that she was pointing yeah, at. Yeah, right. But starts licking the sauce off of her mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Papo, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so you have this Noel, magic Noel staff right now. Um, and uh, Arnie, the, the guardsman who seems to be the leader in charge here, uh, it's like, well, if you guys are going to Middleton, um, you still have quite a bit of twilight left, but you probably wouldn't be able to get completely there today. Uh, you know, it's halfway through the pass, so it's a pretty good journey. Uh, there's kind of two ways from here. Uh, there's the high pass, which will take you up towards that uh, that chateau uh, I mentioned, um, the uh, the Marmondock uh, chateau, uh, and if you head to the low pass. Um, you know that's it's a little bit longer, um, but it's uh, I guess an easier trek uh, if that's something that matters to you, you folks. Uh, you may come across that hunting party. They said that they were after some owl bears, so I don't know if you're going to run in. What if that hunting party's us from the past? Ew! Haunted <laughs> owl bears. That would be so messed up. And like Juno's there and shit. That'd if be our, so if wild. Our worlds kind of split off. Into, if we're three worlds, maybe maybe that is us and we split and time is all Whoa. messed up and that well, Okay, now I want to go see the find that hunting party. I was kind of in for the chateau but now that I've got it in my head that this could be past us I kind of want to sit I want to check that theory out <laughs> that I came up with completely out of nowhere. <laughs> well, I'm pretty good at tracking so we could I could track him. And- That's what other Fletch would say, too. It is. You're right. <laughs> I hate that I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I go over to Marjorie and kind of just shake her. I'm asleep. That's magic Dang sleep, it. dude. Yeah. Uh, here, I, I, take Marjorie's, I take Marjorie's bucket and I fill it with water and splash it on her. I'll let yeah, I'll up. let you, Beth. If you want to be magically asleep, you can be magically asleep. If you want I, that, I'm to deeply wake you amused up, that can wake by you up. Um, the idea that like everybody decides where to go while I'm passed out, and then I'll just be pissed about it <laughs> yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. All right, then you know I think Flagetti, I like that theory, and now I'm more than curious. So I I say we go try to get that. I mean, we'll just do like a little round, but we'll try to find. Potentially past us, and then if we if it's yeah, may, then they could help us, and then we don't have to do two voices. <laughs> It'd be wild. Oh boy, let's do it. I want I want to catch up with those people. 
<laughs> Maybe there are doppelgangers. It's just going to be like two halflings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But hey, uh, Zabbis, is it okay if uh, we put Marjorie's unconscious body on butter? Because I made that rule and I'm sticking to it of no, no her on Papo. Okay. Dude, you're going to do that even though she's magically passed out. Hell yeah, dude. Because she wasn't magically talking about eating my pig. She was doing that. She wasn't talking about her own eating it. She was just saying that that's what it was originally going to be used for. She was just stating facts. No, she definitely talked about us not having food. Worst case scenario. And so did you. Don't think Worst I forgot. Worst case scenario is what we right. were talking, what she was talking about. <laughs> you guys are having this discussion as you, as you just start to leave the, <laughs> the, uh, the guard post. Um, and the, the, the guard from the guard tower, who was so awed by Fletch, um, runs up to you and, and uh, kind of pulls at your, at your cloak from, the, from oh, behind. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey. When you turn, Fletch, uh, you see, uh, and, and he says, I'll never forget you, adventurer. He's, he, he, turns, he pulls off his glove and he removes a, a ring uh, and that, that has a sigil on it. My name is Ethelfred Brupfert. Uh, my family originally came from the West. I'm not sure where your adventures will take you, but if you come across anyone uh, bearing this sigil, then tell them you're a friend, and they will, they will surely be honor-bound to aid you. I am completely honored by this. Thank you very much, Ethelfred Brutefurt. Is that his name? <laughs> Did I say that right? Yes, and then he runs away, <laughs> very nervous. <laughs> I'm Fletch Stormtail. <laughs> <laughs> the sigil. Yeah, what, what is that? Is a champagne bottle, but the bottom part of the bottle is, looks like a tower, like a stone tower. So it's like half stone tower and then half uh, champagne bottle. Okay. Cool. Uh, Ethel, Ethel for Brutefort, Fort, Brutefort, Brutefort. Ah, that felt really cool. I, I have a fan. <laughs> Guys, I have a fan. Did you see that? You ran up to me. And <laughs> yeah, man. Isn't it great having fans? Yeah, fans. Flack, I kind of feel like you right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not, but. <laughs> I know, because you're a <laughs> horrific a looking dick. clown, and I'm, you know, a very handsome wood elf. Yeah, okay, bud. Any <laughs> clowns mean. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. What? Uh, Zabbis, you were the one that I had no beef with. Dude, I created you. I'm allowed to talk shit. <laughs> you were a mistake, and I regret it. <laughs> oh, oh no! It's, you know what? So mean. I'm putting a temporary new rule, temporary ban, just because I'm not a dick. So it's only a temporary ban on giving any of you as my noodles. So don't come crying to me for health when you're hurt. I'm next. Just gonna put this out there. If if three out of four of us think that you're a dick, it might be time to look at yourself in a mirror and realize that you're a dick. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. And then Marjorie falls off of butter. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
D&D&D is a Spotify-exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca.